Hello everyone! Hi! How are you guys? Hope Welcome well. to the Lazy Book Lovers <laughs> podcast. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Tony. Oh, that was Natalie today. Oh, you checked your me out. full name in it. I'm, ev- I'm evolving. <laughs> <laughs> like a Pokemon. You're accepting your inevitable <laughs> online presence. <laughs> Natalie and Vatany. <laughs> Natalie. That's how I remember Natalie. it in my head. Natalie. Every time I write it somewhere, I'm like, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> At college, everyone called me uh, Natalie. And I was like, sounds cool. Yeah. It's kind of like Nikolai. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. We went to be on the high seas yeah. in a ship. Here's a, a flying sh- ship. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Nikolai's your true soulmate. <laughs> Finally, I found my kid. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, you've obviously not listened to another episode. I'm obsessed with ships and flying ships in books. So, yeah. It's a very specific... My soulmate. Not even a trope, just a thing you enjoy. And as I say, every time I mention it, if you don't own any books with it, please let me know. <laughs> yeah, if you find any, we're flying ships. Uh, let. Yeah, specifically <laughs> flying ships, please. You can find us on Instagram mm. as Lazy Book Lovers Podcast. Yes. And Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We don't really do much with it, but it's there. I didn't even know we had one. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah I we didn't do. know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to set it up so we could get the Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, we should maybe share stuff on there. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? Is anyone using Facebook? If you use Facebook... Would you find us by Facebook? Follow us on Facebook so we know that people use Facebook. <laughs> and if, if we get followers, we'll stop putting stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Because up to now, it's just been we had to get a Facebook business page in order to have a creator Instagram account. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we could get those analytics. So the metaverse. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <What fun. laughs> um, yeah, so. That's. That's, our, that's it so far. That's our little yeah. plug there. <laughs> go, fo- go follow us on yeah. things. We've also Find got out. something exciting that we'll tell you about at the end of the episode. Yep. So we have an announcement at the end. Yeah. So you have to listen now. Um. <laughs> If you were here and planning not to listen to us, what are you doing? Rude. Don't just skip to the end. Come we spend on. time on this. And yeah. then our poor editor spends many hours on this. <laughs> yeah, and he has to edit out so many ums and ahs. And, and sniffs and coughs. And, yeah, everything. My feet are on a beanbag. I refuse to change that because I feel very comfy. But I also fidget. It is what it is. Yeah, so if you never hear any of that, we are not paying him enough. By I which think I mean, they do hear it sometimes because... Yeah basically a fidget whilst we're speaking yeah. and there's no way to edit that out yeah. <laughs> but I like to fidget it is what it is we're just going to accept us for who we are so another thing that you should know if you've listened to any of our episodes is me and Tony are a little bit uh, TikTok obsessed yep book talk obsessed slash TikTok in general yep but book talk specifically, yeah. specifically so I also watch a lot of booktube which mm. I know that you don't really have much to do with. I don't really do much with YouTube no. at all. I don't know why, it's just never caught me. Yeah. And I've noticed there's a big difference between books spoken about on BookTube and books spoken about on BookTok. And I don't go on Twitter at all, mm. but apparently Book Twitter is always saying that BookTok books are really old. But there's nothing wrong with discussing books that are not necessarily new releases. Well, it's the same also as... 
on TikTok in general, they revive a song that's from like the seventies and make it go viral. Like there's songs that like thirty years old are now number one in the (laughs) in the charts, and I'm sure the people who made those are just like, what the hell? Yeah. So I, you know, my favorite booktubers are ones who discuss books that aren't just new releases, because if they have a good review or make a book sound cool. I can probably get it at the library or whatever. Well, it's about, you're there to find interesting things to read. It doesn't just have to be about what's come out lately. No, because there's so many books in the world. You're never going to have read everything every year. So it's nice to revisit or do some. If you find a, like a new author to you, go and do all their back catalogue mm. and stuff. It's nice. Especially if you have people who like the same genres as you, who are interacting with you for that reason. Exactly. Like, I would follow someone who would tell me about things I don't know about, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but BookTok has just, like, really revived reading for a whole new generation, I feel. Yeah, like, I probably wouldn't have picked up any of the Grisha verse without BookTok. Yeah. Because somehow that had never been on my radar before. It was rarely mentioned a booktube. Yeah. You know what? I went through a phase. How This is how I found them. On Pinterest, people make... If you like this book, you'll like this. Yeah, infographics. So I like them. We and make them. Yeah, we should. Set that to list. Our <laughs> <laughs> ever-growing to-do list. Yeah. So that's what I used to use Pinterest for, and that's where BookTok kind of so took cute. over, yeah. I guess. Because I used to just pin things that I thought would be interesting to read, and at various points where I like gave myself a little like book splurge budget, mm. I would literally just go look at the reviews of all the things on that list. And like buy the ones that I like the look of. That's cool. So I think that's how I found it. So like you know, like Shatter Me that I've read them. Yeah. See, um, they're they're big on BookTok, but that kind of older series. Obviously, that's had mm. a new book come out, which has revived a lot of yeah interest for it. But they've been coming out for years. Mm. I've got a few others that I haven't read yet that are all still from that list that I've just never got around to reading. Mm, yeah. Because <laughs> BookTok really has added to the shelves quite significantly. So taken over. Yeah. So. Yeah, we thought we'd do an episode just talking about BookTok books, and if we have read them, what did we think? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think like some people complain that BookTok only talk about the same books, but I think that could be a case that people think, oh, that's a popular book, let's talk about it. But I also think maybe the algorithm just works against you sometimes, because if you like one video about one book, yeah. it pushes more... If you've interacted with that hashtag, it's going to push yeah. you more videos. So then you'll end up just seeing the same... Because I don't see that when no. I watch BookTok. Like, I now get loads of, like, Akatar videos. Yeah. Because I liked a few, because now I can laugh at the jokes. Yeah. Now I get loads of them. And they've probably always been there, but for me it feels like there's suddenly loads. Yeah, there's suddenly, like, an influx yeah. of them. Yeah. And also, I guess, if you follow a lot of content creators that have similar taste in books, yeah. they'll often maybe be reading similar books. Especially when there was the new Akatar book was released. Mm-hmm. That one, that Court of Silver Flames, when that came out, you could not escape it. It was yeah everywhere. Because yeah. I haven't read the books, so I don't want to read the spoilers because I intend to read them eventually. I was like avoiding it, and there was just, I could not get away from it. It was everywhere. I don't remember seeing much of it. I remember people unboxing it and showing how big it yeah. was, but that's about all I really remember. But maybe because it didn't interest me, I just didn't. I think because I had pre-ordered it, I was one of the people that had pre-ordered. And I had no intention of reading it, so I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't like avoiding spoilers yeah. like you were. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, yeah. let's yeah. look at some books then. Okay, so let's talk about books. Let's surprising. talk about some books. Oh my god, so on topic, <laughs> so on <laughs> It's almost like we're a book podcast. Oh my gosh, like who are we? <laughs> what is going on? Who do we think we are? <laughs> okay, so 
This one is big on the book talk. Um, the Invisible Life of Annie LaRue. Yeah, I read that because it was big on booktube. Okay. Before I came onto booktube. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of these I've were read last yeah. year, so I've kind of covered them in our podcast, I think. Um, I don't think it's worth the hype. It was an enjoyable read. It wasn't like I disliked it. No. But it wasn't... I feel like Addie wasn't, something wasn't that interesting. No. I love yeah. the guy that she starts dating, and I would rather have seen his story. I kind of, you know, I want to see mm. a story about a depressed guy. Why not? It was flashbacks between, like, her life... Adelie Rue basically gets cursed by like a, a devil-like character. They never really define who he the is. The one that comes out at night. Yeah. The gods that come out after dark. Yeah. That Luke, whole thing. Luke. Yeah, she or gives him Luke that name. Or? It was like, oh, I want to escape this life. She lived like a peasant life. She was being married off to someone she didn't want to marry. And so she prays to the dark gods, like, save me. And he's like, I will save you. So he gives her like this eternal life. But part of that comes with a curse of like she's impermanent so people can't remember her typical trickster demon yeah <laughs> so it's a bit Loki-ish but not yeah yeah like you know when you do those films that like you have free wishes and they always come with conditions yeah yeah, yeah. Like that. no one can remember her when she writes her name it's not permanent because she's just invisible basically yeah, and so she when kind... they walk away from her they yeah, she's gone from their mind. So they could just pop to the toilet, and when they come back, she's gone. And then when she meets our love interest guy, Henry, Henry, well done. <laughs> he remembers her, and it's the first person in three hundred years to remember her. Yeah, he says he says I remember you. Yeah, the words, and she's like the fuck. Yeah, she's really like whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it turns out, is it a spoiler? He He's can, also he involved with this dark god because, in some way. Yeah, because he's made a deal with the same yeah. god, and there was a loophole that the god hadn't thought of no i think he did it on purpose yeah maybe actually with her she's like i've learned to work around my little curse she's like i love life i enjoy seeing like she's refusing to go down because he says you'll come to me when you're sick of it yeah you'll get stale and she's like no things keep surprising me yeah she's like i keep seeing new things i keep finding new things to see so she's like i won't get tired of this like a lot of the book is just kind of her just going Wandering about around, her yeah. that, that bit I was like okay I mean I feel like a lot of the book is more about the aesthetics yes than anything else and you know like the, the, the stars that, that well. have freckles yeah. and you know it's actually quite a dark academia book I think yes just minus the university because a lot of what she finds beautiful in the world is to do with art and yeah so she finds ways to keep herself recorded in history yeah so she's like a muse for painters so if she gets painted as long as they don't paint her face the painting lives on yeah so like she has freckles on her face that look like a constellation and people use that as inspiration for paintings and then at the beginning of the book she's dating a musician who's writing a a song about her but he doesn't know it and yeah because he meets her fresh every night but she's been dating him for months yeah which i think is crazy i know that the whole point is she gets a bit where she's lived so long she gets a bit stale yeah and i I found her really cold her narration just kind of uh, bit nothing she's kind of a nothing character yeah for someone who's like all about the beauty of life she was almost you know like Bella Swan is written and like Elena was written in as in blank so you, they're standing for you that yeah. was kind of how she was written yeah but like she had no urgency really she didn't really have much going on mm. it felt like it was just a pretty book and it had much substance yeah until we got to Henry who was like depression central which mm. is why I liked him mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I liked how they, you know, the way they write his friends, where they're just kind of, they work around him and his moods and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the positives for it is things like, it's got some good queer representation. Yeah. Some of the negatives. Considering she's been alive for so long, it's very, mostly white-centric, the characters. Yes. And there's not much actually going on. (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, the whole thing of her and the devil guy become closer. Mm. He's the, her only constant throughout 300-odd years. Oh, yeah, so he He's the only person that remi- remembers her. Friend. Yeah, so one day he just stops turning up, mm. and then he reappears again, and she's, like, so relieved to see him, and that's how things start progressing. Yeah. And that's just, like, he he's not nice to her. He's a devil. It, he's trying to claim her soul. <laughs> yeah, like, in some ways, I feel like Lee Schwab could have made it more concise. Mm. However... I understand that it's kind of a reflection of her life. So I don't really know where I sit on it. I'm kind of middle ground. Yeah. I'm like, it was it's okay a pretty to read, but I like, wouldn't maybe get it cheap somewhere. Or I get it second yeah, hand. I wouldn't like recommend it as something that you should go out and read. Yeah, it's not one of those ones that like, yeah, there's too much hype about it, I think. I've not read any other V. Schwab. Perhaps if you like her, it's worth picking up. But I don't know if it's if it matches her other work. So I've got her. I have them. I've got the Gathering of Magic series, but I've not read it yet. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure I have more of them. I can't see them right now, but, but I think that's, they're hidden. That's a different because this is an adult book mm-hmm. in their YA. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't go out excitedly to pick it up. I wouldn't yeah. spend a lot of money on it. So the next one I got, which was. Big for a while, but I don't know if it's because I was interacting with a lot of the content. Mm. But the From Blood and Ash series. I think that was quite big on that yeah. smart talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's quite well known. So that's Jennifer L. Armentro. She's also on. I think she's quite active on BookTok. Mm. Definitely seen videos of her. I think she is. Yeah, I think I actually follow her. They are. I've borrowed them off you. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to reading them. So the actual storyline and the world. I've talked about this before, but the storyline and the world, really good. The actual writing itself is sometimes a little bit... This is a phrase that someone actually... I can't remember the TikToker that did it. Writing has serious Wattpad energy. Uh-huh. It's just that a little done with bit a immature on occasions. Potentially. Like, is it a bit juvenile? So it's, so it's very, like, expositional scenes where I talk about my feelings out loud. I cannot stand those so, like, kind of things. There's one bit they're in a banquet hall and... He asks her to marry her in front of everyone out of the blue. At this point, she knows she likes him, but also knows it's a bad idea to like him. Mm-hmm. They're in this banquet hall, and he, in front of everyone, he asks her to marry him. And in front of everyone, she's like, no, which is all fine. And then they end up in a, a very big discussion. In f- and bearing in mind, the scene is like in front of a banquet hall. <laughs> they end up discussing why she said no. That's ridiculous. And then, like, the realistic... I know it's realistic as a fantasy, but you wouldn't be having that conversation in front of hundreds of his subjects. No, you'd just be like, okay, let's go and discuss gonna, this in another like, room. Like, no, or she'd run away and he'd follow her. Like, dinner's over, everyone leave. <laughs> and it's not even, like, a natural-sounding argument. It's very, like, you abducted me, and then they're having this row in front of everyone, and then someone else in the crowd is like, we don't want her to be our queen! And then the dude, like, straight up chops his head off. <laughs> and this is all in front of everyone. And then... This has just happened. So the scene is he's chopped his head off, and then they continue having argu- the expositional oh. argument in front of it. It was just like that kind of writing, I and they also say things. That. It's high fantasy in a medieval-ish setting, but they have hot showers. Mm. They're running showers, and also they say things like "dude." Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're very Wattpad-esque. Yeah, 
But they're an enjoyable read. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing so wrong the with thing. Wattpad <laughs> works. I mean, I don't really use Wattpad anymore, but, you know, I used AO3 a lot. There's yeah. nothing wrong. And, you know, there's been a lot of books from those places that are now traditionally published books. Yeah. So it's not negative. We're just saying it's that kind of vibes. <laughs> yeah, but as a, as a writing style, I think mm. it brings you out of the narrative. And this, cause sometimes that style of writing can be done really well. Yeah, in the right setting. But it brings you out of the narrative. Yeah. When she's just like, dude, what? Why would you say... Yeah, I... We're in her head a lot, and she's like, goes over the same points over and over again. I can't trust him. He only likes me because of this. I don't love him. And then she has these big, long, internal monologues. And she's like, do I love him? Don't I love him? It's telling, not showing. Yeah, which is a issue in books. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just not... And there's a way to do telling, not showing with narration, if that's the style you want that's done well and then there's this side where it's like you're in her diary and it's just ugh. I find it to be lazy writing yes if it's exposition dumping and that's in terms of screenplays as well yes just lazy yeah so yeah but they they are a good read like they're fun they're harmless yeah, yeah. and there's lots of good smutty scenes in it yeah I can understand so if that's the what you want <laughs> there's I mean the world building is really cool and like the relationships in it are cool like just take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Maybe just with a better editor uh, or mm. when the author's matured and they're writing a bit more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think they deserve to be read and bought. I just, yeah. Don't expect fantastic. Yeah. yeah. High quality. It's more like Fifty Shades writing then. It's slightly above Fifty Shades writing, but okay. not far above. I've not read Fifty Shades. There is a, guy, a person on Instagram, I'll have to tag you in it next time it comes up, who is doing like memes which are just like two sentences taken out of context from from like any page in (laughs) in that book and oh my god there was one i I literally commented like this isn't real this could not actually be in the book oh my god so yeah have you read them no no yeah i just no interest (laughs) i remember when they came out and they're a big deal and i was working in a pub at the time yeah and and the older women that worked there were like mm. really excited about reading them. And one of them was telling just, me. It was acceptable smart, that's all. Yeah, like, one of them was telling me, they were like, oh my god, like, she talks about this sex toy. Did you even know that was a thing? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then that was the moment I knew I didn't need to read them. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw so I read a I was few like, this things. is mum's smart. Like, I don't need to read it. I read a few things on Pinterest talking about how, like, it was quite toxic and... Really bad a, representation like, basically of basically abusive, yeah. yeah. She can't say no. That's that's not an acceptable way of having one of those relationships. There's a quote in it. So she's like, I knew he could beat the shit out of me if he wanted to. Like, she thinks that to herself. That's not... And that's not okay. That you, There's other ways of saying he's, like, very strong or whatever yeah. or powerful he uh, crush a kitten's head. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's like exactly right. the energy. And I so I don't. Yeah, it's not for me. I don't want that person to get more money, and I don't want that. Um, and mm. I'm fairly confident there's a sex scene that starts with him taking a tampon out of her. And I don't think she. Fine. Uh, I mean, you get nothing wrong if you're that comfortable. Sure. I don't think she agrees to it, and I'm like, that's, they don't come out that easy. <laughs> you can't just yank them out. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, what did we start off talking we were about? Talking oh, from Blood and <laughs> <laughs> You were asking if it's like in the same vein of writing, yeah, and I think it's it. slightly better than that. Okay. But yeah. Okay, yeah. So my next big bit book talk book that I've read mm-hmm. is They Both Die at the End. Oh, yeah, I've not I've read that. I've talked a lot about how much I enjoyed that. 
that one is worth the hype in your opinion. I really enjoyed it. Considering Not... it's got a spoiler in the title, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really well done, like how they subvert what you think is going to happen. Yeah. The characters are great, lots of good representation. I enjoyed it as a read. Who's the author? Is it Adam Silvera? Yeah. Adam Silvera. So, yeah. yeah. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it, I think it is in some ways overhyped. Mm-hmm. But I think it's still a good book. I feel like its opposite is We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Mm. In that everyone seems to hate it. Yeah. I feel like they're like polar opposites. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, she's looking because I've got I bought a box set of E. Lockhart books. Oh, by the way, I really love We Were Liars. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. I don't know why people hate on it. I think it's really fun. I don't know. I know nothing about them. I literally just bought them because it was a name I recognised. Yeah. And I was having a sad day, so I, I wanted to buy some books. I, <laughs> I, was, I, in, I was in the works. And I was like, it's a fiver. Done. I've started now when I have my sad days going to the library and picking up books. That's probably better. At least you're not spending money. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what well, I Well, I end do. up spending money when I don't take them oh, back yeah. on time. <laughs> Not me with got my... a very big fine from the library. <laughs> Not me with my £75 fine or whatever. <laughs> Didn't even know they could up it that much. I assumed they had a cop. Yeah, it was like a cap. I wonder what the cap is. 500 Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know it's that much. At some point, they must just say to you, you've got to buy this book. Or, like, you've basically earned the book. <laughs> I mean, 75 quid. I could have. I had four yeah. books. I that could have bought those. You could have bought those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Note you didn't have the space to store them, so that's probably more of the point. Note to self: Don't put library books on your bookshelf and forget they're there, and then get COVID and forget even more about oh, no. returning them. Oh no! Anyway. <laughs> Next one is a big one. Song of Achilles. I've going to say that must be on the list soon. Again, I've, I've, I've started seeing a lot of people giving hate for it. I don't know if it's done that cycle now that people are now starting to hate it. Because you know popular things tend to yeah. then have a little cycle of people hating it. I start getting loads of people being like, oh, it's not that great, actually. It's all right. Mm. It's not as sad as people say. Like, you know, it was on those, like, like really destroyed me kind yeah. of lists. And I don't think it's that sad. I think the ending, you can see it from a million miles off. Yeah, have you read Cersei yet? No. Cersei. Oh, I don't even have that one oh, yet Cersei, either. Cersei gave me some tears. Yeah, that's another book topic, isn't it? Cersei. Mm. That author in general is big on TikTok. She's got a new one coming out this year. Mm. Stephanie one. Yeah, I saw I Which seems to be a big hype at the minute. Okay. But there's a lot of Persephone KD stuff coming out recently. A lot of Greek stuff coming out at the moment. Yeah, Yeah, I enjoyed it. It is what it is. Yeah, again, it's another one that got a lot of hype that I'm not sure. It's well written and it's really interesting. fantastic author. Yeah, it's a really interesting take on the myth. But it's not a book that really, like, grabbed me. The thing is, a lot of these, because they're based on myths, you know... Yeah, if you have any kind of knowledge of the myths, you kind of know what's going to happen. That's why Cersei was good for me, because I didn't know anything about her. Yeah, it was an interesting take on what is, it's like the Achilles heel in this situation, which is kind of his, his basically ego is Mm. the problem. Is that very Greek tragedy? So, like, I did because <laughs> I did have a literature degree, mm. and then I did a lot of theatre at school. That whole Aristotle Greek tragedy, like a man being his own undoing, that kind of thing. I honestly, I have at one point I could quote bits of that bloody essay on tragedy he has. Aristotle wrote. I knew quite a lot of it at one point. At some point, can we just? <laughs> get like just stop caring about 
white men being yeah. upset about oh no it isn't the consequences of my own actions but yeah, he it actually is kind of not to get nerdy it's interesting because it explains that concept of that tragedy which we still use to this day is the types of tragedies but the greek tragedy mm-hmm. he says man a lot but we can substitute it for person yeah so like it's the tragedy of a person being their own undoing kind of thing so like the view across the bridge it's a play in that story in trying to preserve something for himself he does an action which ends up taking it away and that's greek greek tragedy basically yeah i was thinking of, he's hubris it's not greek but i was thinking of the tempest mm. it's all heavily influenced yeah. by these essays by like by trying to not be killed by his son he ends up getting killed yeah by his son, that's a, that's an example of like that greek tragedy yeah there's a proper word for it. I can't remember it. It's been years since my degree. <laughs> but at one point I knew way too much about this. Yeah, of course, of course. Because <laughs> if you whack quotes out from that in your essay, oh, they Boom. love it. Oh, yeah. Bonus points. Sprinkled I had, everywhere. Honestly, I had, like, the reference um, for that particular, like, for the book it's in. Mm. I thought saved, used it over and over. Little tip if you're doing any kind of... <laughs> literature degree a levels they love it yeah so even if it's not relevant to the like just having that bit of historical source material yeah top notch (laughs) so next one i've got it's book talk but it's an indie book talker which we just spoke about a lot in the last podcast Mm -hmm. which was high mountain court one and oh, two, A.K. Yeah. Mulford. She's getting a lot of hype, oh, and yeah. she deserves she every deserves inch of it. it. Yeah, she, yeah. Gets, she deserves more. Those books are so good. She deserves hype outside of book talk. It's got to that point. Like, yeah. Her books are fantastic. Yeah. She is fantastic. She is, like, the pinnacle of that indie, like, dream as well. I think she'll do well, because she can... I think she's just... Yeah. Yeah. She's, you know, she's got... She had a presence on YouTube before, didn't she? Because that's I'm how you... I'm not sure. Uh, which is the one you knew from YouTube? Oh, Jean. Jean, yeah. Jean Menzies, yeah. Yeah, she's on my little pile there. Okay, so A.K. Mulford deserves it. Mm. I have high hopes for her. Yeah. Um, and lives up to the hype, read those. Then I have some that I'm like, not sure if they're book talk books, I couldn't find them on that Barnes and Nobles list that we're going to use as a reference. Mm. Lee Bardugo, but books, because you came across them because of TikTok. Yeah, I think because of the show coming out, they were very big book talk, yeah. book talk books. Yeah. yeah. And she deserves the hype. Yeah, she deserves that. Those books are so I good. I actually saw Six We've talked about them a lot. hyped more. Yeah. And that is correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Shadow and Bone's all right. Six of Crows. Oh, God, Chef's yeah. Kiss, yeah. yeah. And King of Scars, S-tier. I think, is quite good. Yeah. It's yeah. not a vanity book like people say no, sometimes. No, I don't know why people say She's just getting better and better. Yeah. She Nothing wrong with that. She just loves making everyone cry. It's perfect. Yep. So... Yeah, refer to, we have a whole episode where we talk about, we're meant to be doing bookships, but we mostly just talk about Six of Crows. Yeah. So if you want to find our episode that's called um, F.U. Lee Bardugo, yeah. we talk a lot about Six of Crows. Lots of spoilers though, so it's just for if you've read the books and want to talk about it with someone, and if you haven't read them, us. please go read them. Go read them and then go listen to that episode and see if you agree with us. <laughs> and then starless sea slash night circus mm. they had their moment yeah obviously i've not read night circus starless sea deserves the hype yep it's fantastic night circus i was a bit disappointed it was all right yeah mm. we just talked about that last episode but 
Have you got the Atlas 6 on your list? No, but I can add it to my TV read. I mean, neither of us have read that. Mm. But that is a big BookTok book because now it's being traditionally published. Is thanks it? Thanks to BookTok. It's getting a new cover as well, isn't it? Is that, the that's the one, yeah. 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 It's getting a new cover. And that's thanks to BookTok, I believe. Yeah, there's quite the a few. popularity it had on BookTok. They're getting... I don't know if it's down to the author whether they want to be traditionally published mm. or not because they lose a lot of control. Yeah, yeah, and I think some people are indie publishing because no. they want that control. Yeah, like I can imagine AK Malford saying no, but mm. I don't know one hundred percent. But I can I just imagine money they offered her. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> but I can imagine she likes having full control over it all, or her being quite wise on her rights. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What else is there? In- the last one I've got is that which I've read, which is another book top book, is the Midnight Library. Yeah, I read that. I read that. It's all right. It's yeah, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's middle. Of, it's the middle of the road. It was written to help Matt Haig mm. deal with his depression. So I can't badmouth that. I can't say that it didn't help him. I th- I can see it. We've talked about this before, but I can yeah. see it her helping a certain type of person. Yes. Yeah. It, didn't, it, it very wouldn't much depends. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. wouldn't help me either. It was all right, it, and it got a bit predictable. It's yeah. just the same. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the concept of the book. She's just living different lives, and yeah. it always ends up the same. Yeah, um, I, like I saw the ending come in. Well, yeah, the ending very was on the cards from the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's, yeah, it's all right. I think I can see it being really helpful for some people. Mm. So that's the list of what I've read that's off those book top books. Yeah. Mm. So Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is a big book top book. Everyone yes, loves you've read that. that, haven't you? And I've got to say, don't think it's as great as everyone makes out. Okay. And I'll tell you for why. Yeah. So, there's two reasons I didn't like it. Number one, it's called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. It's about a fictional celebrity who's in like her golden mm. years, and she wants to hire someone to write a biography about her life. Yeah. Okay? Everyone's always been curious about her and the seven husbands she's had. But everyone tells you, oh, it's about how she had seven husbands, but her greatest love was a woman. And I'm like, but if I didn't know that going in, that would have been a really nice thing to find out. Yeah. But that is how people explain it to you. Oh, okay. If yeah, I, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. If I'd I gone don't in, think I was ever going to buy it. If I'd gone into it and was just like, that's, you know, interesting to hear the biography of this fake celebrity yeah and then i found out that her one true love was a woman i would have loved that it's a big giveaway as well surely yeah yeah and that's how people describe it they're like it's you know it's a gay book because her biggest love is actually yeah. a woman and i'm like well i feel like that's a spoiler actually yeah i don't mind saying it because that's how people describe it and the other one is there's like this little secondary storyline in it that's supposed to be shocking but i found it boring and it was it wasn't shocking and mm. it kind of ruined the book for me. So yeah, wouldn't recommend. Obviously, Colleen Hoover, I've not read any of hers, but they're big. Yep. We've just got the Barnes and Noble yeah, list up now. Secret so, History, I want to read that. That's a... Cersei, we've mentioned. Yeah. Neither of us have read that. Red, White, Royal, Royal Blue. Have you no, read I've that? No, I, I intend on reading it, but I haven't read it yet. Because that's an LGBTQIA mm. yeah, it's the, book, isn't it? It's the Prime Minister's son and the president's son oh okay that's cool all the light we cannot see i haven't read it it is in my amazon wish list i go back and forth on whether i'd actually enjoy it yeah oh no if we were villains that's the one i started reading not the other one no violent delights yeah no that was the one i started okay if we were villains 
I get them. They all have similar covers. Yeah, and they all have like, if we were man. Oh wait, can I tangent? Yeah, I want to read them out. I you love know that that Facebook meme I tagged you in that you were like, "This is horrific." Oh yeah. So someone did on Facebook. If the Narnia books were released now, what would they be called? And like, it's so spot on, and it's hideous. <laughs> if C.S. Lewis was writing today, I bet his publishers would try and name his book The Wardrobe of Lions and Witches. This is like a Tumblr thread, and it was like, you absolutely forgot the Narnia Chronicles, The Wardrobe of Lions and Witches. Um, <laughs> and then it says the subtitle and the colon are essential. <laughs> and then someone has expanded on that, like the Narnia Chronicles, book one, The Wardrobe of Lions and Witches, book 1.5, A Tale of Boys and Horses. <laughs> A special ebook novella. <laughs> book two, A Song of Princes and Ruins. Uh, book three, Voyage. Book four, The Chair of Silver and Darkness. So spot on. Yeah, they are. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> and then prequel, The Book of Rings and Magicians. Completely 100%. on point. The final book, The Last Battle. And then volume one and volume two. And then the comment below it is, thanks, I fucking hate it. And that was me when and I And that's what it. you replied. Yeah. You were like, no, thank you. Yeah, I hate it. Thanks. It's so spot on. Mm. Yeah, especially The Chair of Silver and Darkness. Mm. I'm sorry. That could be any one of these books yeah, on the exactly. shelf. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> so anyway. Do you know, do you know what books have off. their day? You've not read them yet. Yeah. The Selection Series, they had their day on Book Talk. They Did had they? a little revival. I have it. Yeah. They have a little revival. One of my Christmas presents. They're like that kind of book that people either passionately hate them or people are like, I know their shit, but I love them. If it's got all the tropes, I'm, I, I'm the second. I will read trash if it's got all the things I, was, I need in it. When I was reading them, I was literally like, I should hate every moment of this, but it works and I love it. There's some things that just appeal. Like the main character is literally called America. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, th- there's things that appeal to my teenage self that I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, like, Teenage Me would love this, so current me also loves it. <laughs> so, on this Barnes & Noble list, they've got Maze Runner, but I've not seen anything about Maze Runner, no, and I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, I feel like you, it would have crushed your algorithm right I now. love yeah. the Maze Runner books. No, Absolutely love them. I bought, I've seen I bought the two prequel books he made. Like, I bought another one he did, which was, like, Crank City, which is Newt's story. This means nothing to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Newt's story when he gets trapped in Crank City. I haven't read it yet, but I bought it. I love them. I think the movies do a goodish job. The things they change, I understand why they change them. So, not mad. And they kept the proper ending, which I'm happy about. Mm. So, yeah, Maze Runner books are okay. Thousand Plants, Splendid Sons, Khalid Hassini, so it's the same guy as Kite Runner. Oh, yeah, no. Couldn't get into it. No. I did read it while I was in Thailand. What, the thousand Splendid Sons? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a book in the hotel lobby. It was the only book in English that I could find. Nah. So you would have tried really hard to get into it because it was something to read. It was the only book I had. Yeah. And I didn't couldn't afford to buy any... I didn't have, like, I didn't have Kindle Unlimited or anything and I couldn't afford to buy Kindle books at that point. Right at the end of the trip, I was dirt skin. Two days before I was about to leave, I needed a book for the plane. I know I shouldn't steal the hotel book, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't read it, and I felt really bad about that. Did you send it back in a post? (laughs) Do you know how much that cost? (laughs) No, I still have it, my stolen book. But you never read it? (laughs) Yep. I read, I got a few chapters in. It's just heavy reading. Didn't have the same magic that Kite Runner had. That, um... Mm. You're clicking at me. Come on. <laughs> I can't remember which brother it is. Is it Hank Green or John Green? The truly remarkable... Blah, 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 blah. That had a big thing on 
on BookTok, or maybe just because I, I followed them both. Even <laughs> for us, like where we have very similar reading interests, mm. what we see on BookTok is completely different, mm. and I don't know why. Yeah, it's a very clever app. Maybe because I'm on gay BookTok and you're on straight BookTok. <laughs> I don't know. You're on smart BookTok. I don't and I'm even think queer BookTok. I don't even think I'm on straight. Book talk. I'm on this weird middle ground. <laughs> just some goblin book talk. <laughs> yeah, because I do read a lot of the LGBTQIA because mm. they're just generally better written relationships, yeah. to be honest, because oh, those authors have thought more about it. Yeah, they always contain like, consent and they always have mm. more depth to them. <laughs> yeah. Or like I tend to read books that have a bit of everything. Mm. And, like, I do try to go out of my way to find them. Do you know what should have more of, read. A, more of its day on yeah. book talk? Non-fiction. There is a non-fiction section on this book, with this Barnes & Noble. I was going to touch on it. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) I feel like more people should read non-fiction. No, they shouldn't. I I buy it and then leave it in piles around my room. The pile of guilt in my my cupboard. (laughs) They're not even on the shelves. They've been put in my cupboard. Like, I do find it weird how I've become a person who actually reads non-fiction for pleasure. Yeah. That I listen weird. to them as well, which I think is smart. I think I get through more better. of them as a listen. Yeah. If it was something, although some of them I now want a physical copy so I can make mm. notes in them, I'd like to like, reread them and annotate them. Uh, I can't. Does Audible, ha- Audible doesn't have an option to add notes like Kindle does, does it? I don't think so. Okay, so now I'm in the YA section. Mm. Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Oh, I really want to read them. They're I everywhere. bought it for my mum. Yeah. She hasn't read it. Rude, mum. She doesn't listen, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I borrowed a book off her. I haven't read it, but I did warn her. I may not read it for months. It's alright. She um, my mum. Honestly, if you think we read a lot, the amount my mum used to read when I was a kid, like piles and piles yeah, she of had books. Good reads. Yeah. Been yeah. I mean, it's every kind of crime trash though, and she does read crime I trash. That vibe. <laughs> that was my vibe for a few years, yeah. and I loved it. Shatter Me series. I have read them. They are enjoyable. Lots of good tropes. Do you think there are long series because a new one came out? I don't know if a new one came out because it had a resurgence there. I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Because she kind of adds a bit more to the ending, and the ending was very endingy. Okay, okay. It did. It was a very abrupt ending, but it did tie things up. Yeah, it's really small. Yeah. So I don't know if that's because it got hype. Yeah, she was just like Mm. cash cow. Because um, I got it for Christmas, the latest one, which is Believe Me. Yeah, so the, the first couple of Shatter Me books, because it's written from Juliet's perspective, and at that point, she has been locked in isolation and tortured. So she's a little bit bonkers, and it's kind of written like a diary, so there's, like, she repeats herself, things are crossed out, whole paragraphs, you'll oh, read whole paragraphs that are crossed out. And then later you find out she had kept a diary, because this is, instead of it being an internal monologue, it's kind of her internal monologue but written as a diary. Yeah. And then I didn't enjoy reading that. I won't lie. It made it really hard to start. Some of it was a bit not well written, not maturely written, whatever you want to call it. But where she starts to recover from her trauma and the thought patterns in her internal monologue start to change mm-hmm. and it becomes less diary. She's obviously speaking to people. So then her monologue switches from the diary monologue to like normal talking. Yeah. Like normal narration. And the change from her, like, odd, disjointed narration to talking like a normal person in her narration, I thought that was clever. Mm. But it did make the first couple of books really hard to read. Mm. So, I nearly put them down. Oh, the you, first two. But you're glad you yeah. got done because you enjoyed the yeah. series. Yeah. Some of it is you know, a bit 
toxic-y. The relationships are definitely borderline it toxic-y. was that time frame, though. Like, yeah. that, that time when all relationships were toxic Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're good. There's a lot of books, though, so it's a real commitment if you went for them. There's, like, seven or eight. But they're all right. Coral Prince, Holly Black. Also have it. Haven't read it. Yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> same, same. Uh, we Were Liars is on this list. These Violent Delights. Yeah, We Were Liars. That's you like that, yeah. yeah. It's like the one that everyone hates. It's, it's um. big on BookTok because everyone hates it. Oh, okay. I don't know why. These Violent Delights, that's Smut Talk. Don't know why they've stuck it in YA. I've bought it because it was on the Smut Talk list. Because bookshops find it really bad to understand what YA is and where the boundaries mm. are. Six of Crows, Shadow and Bone, yeah. Curse So Dark and Lonely. Oh, I started the first one. Did you one. start then? I would like to pick it up again. It's a Beauty and the Beast retelling, which is my, my Okay, it was, it's on my going. wish list for Amazon, and I have held off buying it. I'm really on the fence about it. I will give it another chance, and I'll let you know what I think okay. at some point. Yeah, I because sort of, when I find these books on these recommendation lists, I go and then check out summary and the reviews and it's just it's I'm not sure I'm going to like good, it um, disability rep in it okay always good House of Salt and Sorrows I do have that haven't read it oh, yeah. I'm fully a book talk bitch fine with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Shadow Between Us have it saved on my wish list haven't bought is that the one with the black and the red and the knife or whatever yeah 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 mm. No, not really. Oh, is that Heartstopper on there? Yeah. Heartstopper is fantastic. Is it good? Yeah, it's so, so good. It says Heartstopper Volume 1. I think the rest of them are there. Heartstopper is fabulous. Oh, I'm reading Iron Widow this month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should probably give you this to look at. I've just been talking about the ones I know about. It's quite nice just listening to Heartstopper, it started off as a Webtoons comic, and she still releases them on Webtoons. Okay. Um, So I read them on there for free, but I very much want to buy the novels. And it's about two boys at school. I think they're 15 and 16 or something like that, 14 and 15. And they fall in love. And one of them has come out as gay and the other one thought he was straight until he fell in love with this guy. And it is the most beautiful representation of a relationship, a young relationship. Yeah. And one of them's got like an eating disorder and anxiety mm. and it's just so beautifully done and their friends their little group of friends are good as well okay yeah well worth that it nice. if you like comics and if you don't like comics still try <laughs> uh daughter of the pirate king I've i have book one and two. Oh, there's there's two mm-hmm. oh. they are a weird size annoyed me oh yeah they're like that short size no they? they're at the bottom there can you see where it sticks out it's yeah. also wider Mm, okay, that's weird. one book is like significantly bigger than the other, so it sticks out on my shelf that's and is a source of annoyance. But you've not read them, <laughs> not not I yet. I don't know what they're about, do you? I think it's about pirates, <laughs> the daughter of a pirate king. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's supposed to be like she meets a man who's rugged and okay. she either gets abducted or she goes there willingly. I can't remember the story now. Okay, <laughs> you were passionate about it at one point. The description grabbed me, I know that for sure. Okay, the YA pages are like a million lots. Yeah, like they're so long. I'm not going to go through them all. All the right places. Read it, loved it. Servant and Dove, have it, haven't read it. A selection series. You're right. It's here. Yeah. Red Queen, the Victoria Victoria. I want to read that. She's 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 on really good videos. Yeah, yeah. her videos are funny. Let me see. Uh, Oh, I've got that. I've not read it. And the Aristotle and Dante. I can't remember, Discover the Secrets of the Universe. So Wilder Girls is on here, which I've read. Yep. The author's a little bit 
problematic, oh, so no. I potentially would not. Uh, if you could get a second handle from a library, definitely. Yeah. It's great. It's body gore. And the inheritance games. I remember you talking about them. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. They're brilliant. Yeah, I love them. Kingdom of the Wicked. Don't really know much about it. No. Caravel. Have it. Haven't read it. Same. Hashtag I've same. got the full series as well. <laughs> Book Thief is on Book, here. Book Thief is I've got great. it. I haven't glad, read it. I'm glad that that's had a little its yeah. moment because that is a really, really good book. Yeah. Uh, Dance of series. Thieves. Haven't read A Winter's Promise. Oh, I want to read that. Yeah, and that Ace looks right up I really want to read as well. Uh, but I know Ace of Spades was being... Everyone was just saying, oh, it's like a Dark Academia book. But it apparently it's so much more to it and there's a lot of trigger warnings and it's actually about racism. And so people were getting mm. pissed off that everyone was just saying it's a Dark Academia book because it's about so much more. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that. But... Mm. Family of Liars is another E. Lockhart. Heart. Oh, I have no. it, I think. Haven't read it. There's a theme here. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> no. Turtles all the way down. Also have it. Oh, Haven't read it. it. Darius the Great is not okay. I really want to read that. Not heard of it. The Sun is also a star. It's quite fun as well. Wrath of the Dawn. I've seen that with a different cover. Yeah, I've seen it with a different cover actually. Oh, Gilded Ones. Gilded Ones. Furyborn. Have them. Haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I will do another one of these and like. A year's time or whatever. And say exactly the same. And I will hopefully have read some of them. <laughs> It'll be a new list then, though. Be, there'll be more. Um, Felix Ever After. That's fun. Yeah. It's it's middle of the road. I don't think it's as great as everyone makes out, but okay. I understand why people love it. The Hazelwood. I saw a bunch of videos hyping this up. Mm. So I went and looked it on Amazon, and the description absolutely did not grab me. Oh. Yeah, I can't honestly can't remember for the life of me what it was about it that I, but I was just like no and given that I have trashy tastes in fantasy fiction I was surprised <laughs> oh uh, do you know what would have had a big go on book top yeah uh, uh, June because the film came out so that oh, okay. would have had a big uh, when we collided those books are like toxic as sh- I haven't read them but I just know enough about them to know it's I toxic relationship hell heard of them, I don't think. they are on Prime as if it's the same thing, correct me if I'm wrong. They're on Prime as a series. Oh, it's like after we collided, like this whole thing, but it's just toxic relationship one on one. From it's what not, I've read, again, I haven't actually. It's not the after series. Is that the after series? No, no, I don't know. Okay. Five feet apart. I watched into a movie. Haven't watched or read it. Yeah, these ones I haven't heard of any of these. I don't know if you'll I'll probably reach you the have end a look. of it. Then. This is page four of the YA yeah. fantasy section. YA slash fantasy, I think this is. Oh, Violent Ends. That must be the second one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Violent Delights, yeah. Yeah, so there's that Girls of Paper and Fire, which I really want to read. Yeah. And I think the second one is Girls of Storm and Shadow. And that's a sapphic book, is my understanding. Mm. Pride and Premeditation. Oh, interesting. Retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Huh. <laughs> um, I've noticed that different stores have different books on their book talk. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously displays. a very... I saw a few different Waterstones on Yeah, and they all have different books on their tables. Um, There's one that I keep seeing that's their Waterstones that are quite funny. Hmm. They seem to be doing, like, two younger girls. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming Bridgerton had a big thing on Book Talk because, obviously, the show... Came yeah, I also, I also have them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, science fiction and fantasy has its own section, so yeah, I think most book top books are, are fun to pick up. They're usually like 
everything that book lovers enjoy in them, especially like YA fantasy. I've basically found a lot of things on there, but I think there's other sections. It's definitely worth looking into if you're looking for reading recommendations, because some people do really detailed reviews on there. Yeah. I can't be bothered to do detailed reviews on my book talk. It's too much of <laughs> I have loads recorded that I never edited, and now I can't be bothered. The Skullduggery one is the one that did really well. That still mm. does well. I still get likes on that, and it's like months and months old. So I don't know. I don't know what it is about that. We'll have to have a look at the non-fiction in a minute, mm. see if I've read any again more kind of uh, Akatar, obviously, we've talked about. Uh, yeah. You like them? Oh, Priory the Orange Tree. Yes, that had I a have big it. thing, because everyone was trying to read it all in one day, weren't they? It's so big. How do people... I mean... People did. I could probably, but I would, like, not pee or eat or nothing. Day. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, or sleep. Yeah. The V.E. Schwab ones, Darker Shade of Magic. Oh, yeah. They're... I have them. They're somewhere in there. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. I've got a lot of stuff to do, guys. <laughs> Atlas Six is on this list. Yeah, I did say Atlas yeah. Six. To Sleep in a Sea of Stars came out a couple of years ago, so I, it doesn't shock me that that had a thing on yeah. booktop. That was obviously the author from like, How to Train Your Dragon, Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> A bit different. Oh, House of the Cerulean Sea is here. Yeah, I remember when that had a big thing. People now, about? people now despise him. Oh, okay. I thought the book was lovely. It's really okay. feel good. It's so cute. It's fan family. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. The author made a couple of comments that I am not the group of people that could be offended by this. I'm yeah. fully aware of that. Okay. I'm fully aware that I am not the group of people that could be offended. From my view on the outside I feel like everyone that was offended was also not the group of people that should be offended Okay, and I feel like his words got deliberately taken out of context and yeah a bit of performance to it that's what I feel from the outside cancel culture as I said I'm not indigenous I can't say whether it's offensive or not I didn't did you see any indigenous creators sort of speaking? No. Okay. Everyone I saw offended by it were white creators, okay. American white creators. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Personally, I think it's a great book and I think okay. people should give it a try. <laughs> But yeah. That's the only problem. Like, cancel culture is great for calling, like, how, holding people accountable. Yeah. But then there's the other side of it where it goes too far. And as you said, the performance is a great word for it. Yes, but the performative cancel culture, mm-hmm. I think, is the problem. Yeah. I love cancel culture in the terms of it's calling people who've been getting away with saying things they shouldn't for too long. Yeah. And, and I love that part of it. The term cancel culture is obviously a ridiculous it's term. It's a boomer term. No one yeah. gets cancelled. And we're all aware cancel culture isn't a real thing. Mm-mm. It is a boomer thing. Yeah, it's a boomer but word for people it. being held accountable for stuff is fine. I love that that's the thing. I now. also don't find anything wrong with people kind of mentioning stuff you did in the past. Mm. As long as once you say, I'm not that person anymore, they let it go. There's a context. There's because certain things that were acceptable to say. They were wrong. Yeah. And no one's saying it wasn't wrong. If you said to someone now, you were racist back then, and that person says, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wouldn't say that now. You leave it. Yeah. You don't keep dogging them about if, stuff. If, you know, it, the context of it doesn't excuse it, but the context is important. And if, if they're still going around saying those things and they haven't yeah. learned better, I think that's the part that matters. I guess, um, it's not okay. I'm not saying anything those kind no, of things no, no, none no, of it's no. okay but there's certain things that we grew up saying in the 90s that are certainly not acceptable now and that i cringe at oh yeah and that if it was written down somewhere 
that would be a problem. Yeah, like, so when people argue with me about this, like, oh, it was okay mm. back in the day, I'm always like, yeah, You've but learned better now. Uh, my my go-to thing is always slavery was okay, but would yeah. you feel comfortable having a slave now? Yeah. Like, you know, not that long ago, you could beat your wife in England and yes. it would be okay. You could rape your wife in England yeah. and it was okay. It was legal. Yeah, it wasn't okay, but it was considered yeah. legal. Yeah. <laughs> it was legally fine. Yeah. So the, I've had these arguments with someone as well. And I was also, my argument is, if it doesn't hurt you to not use the word, but it hurts someone else for you to use the word, don't use the word. It's that simple. It's that cut and dry and to me. And is your empathy so non-existent yeah. Yeah. that you'd rather use an offensive term than just not? We've really got enough on it. Yeah, we've really now. got enough time to do it. Yeah, there's someone I know from my hometown who still uses the F word towards gay people. And I have a friend who got very upset about that justifiably so mm. but like their way to deal with it is to shoot not to battle it out mm. they leave they leave they should remove themselves from the situation right, yeah and then this person was like i'm going to be like explain to me why explain to me why and i was like you've you, you we live in the same modern era as yeah, each other and he was like you said well i don't mean it in a derogatory way and i was like doesn't matter you normalize these words by using it in language even if you don't mean it offensively you normalize it yeah. And then by normalising it, you make Joe the homophobic over there, you make it okay for him to yeah, say you it. you make him comfortable to vocalise what and he's he thinking. sees you as an ally in his opinions, mm-hmm. even if you don't share them. Yeah. And he was like, well, no, I'm not homophobic. I was like, you can't cross that one if you use that word. Yeah, how do we know that? Has how do I know? Yeah. And he's like, it's really giving me something to think about. Like, you know, I should grow up, people just say that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter. People, but you I learn used better. I say stuff when I was a kid that I grew up hearing, and now I know yeah. it's not okay. yeah. You just learn better. And I cringe at the words oh, I happily God. said because I heard them from my parents. Yes. And other people at school. Or just like, I don't know, you know that phase in the 2000s where you were like, oh, that's go. Like, but it was just like, oh, I don't I don't want to do that stuff. Yeah. Like, we've got to go out and do PE. Let's go. Like, it's, it's horrific. It's wrong. Yeah. It's so wrong. I think and it's that's offensive. very British culture. Yeah. <laughs> and it equates being gay with being something bad. Yeah, exactly. And that's wrong. Like, going to do PE is gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, that's nothing to do with gay culture or gay people, but no. it's still wrong. I mean, yeah. And it's just things like that that I think will come yeah. to haunt people. And I think Definitely. it's very, we weren't careful about what we said online no. in the 2000s. We just weren't. I have been going through, mm. slowly, over the last couple of years, going through my Facebook and deleting yeah. everything. I check my memories. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, cultivate somewhere that's employer safe. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't, I just don't want anything that doesn't represent who we, I am anymore to be there. Yeah. Because you, you learn better. Where we are, it's near London. There is a certain culture and way of speaking in our area that's just so offensive (laughs) and it wasn't until i moved to birmingham very multicultural big lgbtq culture i had lgbtqia housemates and there was just people very nicely saying to me hey mate (laughs) maybe not like i know it's probably where you are it's fine it's not fine here yeah and i was like okay yeah i wasn't like explain it to me i was like all right okay my bad yeah i might say again yeah and this was not people of that community having to educate me as well. Yeah. It was people that have grown up around those communities yeah, going, exactly. hey, where I'm from, That's we can't okay. say that. Yeah. <laughs> like in Manchester, where I've grown up with this community, you can't say that. <laughs> so yeah, no, it doesn't excuse it. Yeah, but, so like last year I read that book, Chav, yeah. Dehumanisation of the Working Class, and now I won't use that term. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm like, oh, that's... The connotations behind yeah, it, yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. 
that was a big unrelated what tangent. Was, what was the tangent? Oh, it was to do with the guy the, that was the problematic. Yeah, we know. It's really easy, yeah. So, yeah, I think overall, a lot of the book top books that I have hype are fine. <laughs> I think, yeah, most of these you won't regret getting. If you can get them secondhand, even better. Mm. I think some of them, or if you can find a way to get them cheaper on Kindle. And the Kindle's actually sometimes not cheaper. Oh, sometimes it's so it's actually cheaper for me to buy them in physical mm-hmm. form. Yeah. There's like one pound difference or something. Oh, there was a whole thing that I saw that was like the book talk habit of like overbuying books. Overconsumption of books. Overconsumption is not mm. good. Especially if you do it through Amazon. Yeah. However, I always read all of these. None of these are ending up in landfill. I will keep these. I think as long as you can understand that you are privileged to be able yeah. to purchase books. Yeah, oh God, yeah. I in terms of space fun. as well as money. Yeah. I mean, I have a huge amount of books. I utilise my library very much as mm. well. I don't know. I just think, you know, I'm I'm aware I'm privileged to be able to buy books and physically house my books. Yep. Yeah. So I've got the, the friend of mine that lives in Japan has a really small Japanese apartment mm. she cannot store these number of books so I don't like, think Kindle and I think, Kindle is the solution I think like in the Japanese culture having a lot Minimalism. of books is not yeah, yeah it's the thing Marie Kondo method <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's just the space really it's, yeah. the, it's the space informing the culture <laughs> some of those apartments well they're not apartments are they they're micro apartments yeah but yeah I just think one of the things that BookTok really does well in is that they bring awareness to older books or, like, the thing, what it's done for indies, indie yeah. authors, the power it's put in the consumer's hand. Yeah, because no one else is In the creator's that. hand. I saw a thing on LinkedIn that was like, this is the era of the creator. Yeah, like, BookTok is having um, panels in America and stuff. They're yeah. having conventions. It's, like, thrown the publishing industry for sure for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, good. Good. Because I'm sick of hearing the same This whole, the big book, five same, and, yeah. Yeah. Same authors. I just want something different. The rigged New York Times bestseller list, yeah. supposedly. Don't care anymore. Allegedly. Cover you, our you butts. You can sue me. I don't have anything. You can't have my books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I just think, and also like, I remember seeing Octavia Butler on Book Talk a lot once, and it's nice to remember like these authors that perhaps yeah. you might not pick up otherwise, and. Stuff well, like, like that. that book, Ray Bearer, yeah. which isn't a book talk book, but she's on there as a book talker. Yeah. And that's the reason, it's the whole reason I bought the book. Because mm. well, it was on my wish list and you bought it for me as a present. I and did. That was I. This, the whole reason I wanted the book is because her book talk was funny. Yeah. And, like, I just engaged with her as, as a creator of things. And then everything she was saying about the book, I was like, this sounds amazing. And I've made people that I would consider friends mm-hmm. from talking to them about their books on BookTok. They're BookTok authors, and yeah. I would actually consider a couple of them friends now. Yeah. And I just love that community. There's no author that I would say, oh, yeah, like, Lee Bardugo is my mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't just, like, informally message Lee Bardugo on an oh email and you be like, hi. That's what these, <laughs> I mean, these could, platforms but, do. Yeah. You could message them. But... It would be awkward. Oh my god, I never would. Even like, and AK Mulford, where you've spoken to her before, haven't you? Yeah. The messaging now, like she's too big. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) 
Like, right. before, I would have maybe done it, because I, I really love them. Like, they're um, right to the top of my, like... <laughs> yeah, so she's got a Facebook group where she re- where you can just chat with her, basically. So you should oh maybe God, join really? it. Yeah. That's where I won the competition. So I won a competition to win one of her books, the second one, actually, which is Blade. Um, and then um, I missed the notification that I'd won the competition. Oh, no. So she got my address from where I'd ordered her book plates. Oh, that's so sweet. Because, obviously, my name's very... Uh, yeah. One of a kind. Same <laughs> so spine. Oh my yeah. god. So yeah, that's what she, and it just randomly turned up and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, my camera was open on the iPad. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Some feet pics. <laughs> We're going to sell them. Oh, it's time for our announcement, I think. Yes, it is. Let's do it. Okay, so we have an official launch date for the website. 1st of February. 1st of February, we will also launch the YouTube. 1st of February, there will be newsletters coming out with the episodes. Yeah! Email newsletters. <laughs> it's all going live 1st of February. Can you hear our excitement? So <laughs> oh my, when I say I've been obsessing over this a little bit <laughs> yeah, lately, just a little bit. it was kind of... It wasn't really... It was my task to just do the basics of, like, do the domain. And, <laughs> and then I just went... I was like, can I just run with this? And you were like, by all means. Yeah, please do. I've been sleeping all week. <laughs> yeah, that COVID is hitting you. Long COVID yeah. is fun, guys. Yeah. Um, so we are very excited. We just took advantage of the hyper-focus. Yeah. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. We're like pure professional. Yeah, professional. If you are, I don't know if there'll be indie authors listening to us. If you are an indie author or if you know of one, there is a form on that website, which you can also get to from the first so you could submit your books to us to be featured in our indie episode we just do an episode where we talk about upcoming releases have a look at the covers the synopsis and see like share our thoughts about it mm-hmm. part of this exciting announcement is we want to start interviewing authors yeah <laughs> indie authors primarily if there's any traditionally published authors that want to get in touch sure why yeah, not why not <laughs> why not at we the won't moment, say no <laughs> yeah at the moment we're kind of just promising like written interviews because there's a blog that's going to go on our website as well which is live mm-hmm. from the first and as part of that blog we're going to start doing in- written interviews with authors mm-hmm. so they can just get we can get to know them a bit more talk about their book a bit more from the inside like as them as the author and eventually we hope to do live interviews on the podcast that's yeah. the goal once we've worked out sort of time zone logistics and things like that and baby logistics, and baby logistics. <laughs> well i'm a big not, not a baby yeah <laughs> i keep um, getting told off every time i see her son and call him a baby he's not a baby he's, he's nearly four boy, he's yeah. a big boy now he's <laughs> going to school in september yeah that's a big boy so yeah but that that's all a go it's all happening so you'll be able to get us on youtube we've got a website all sorts of stuff. Follow us on Instagram to keep up to date. Um, and we will be updating our link, our bio link on there yep. as soon as we can. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Go check it out. We're, we'll include a link in the description mm-hmm. for the podcast as well. Yeah, 100%. So, for the website. I mean. <laughs> and from the website, you can find all our other stuff. There'll be links to mine and mine and Natalie's own websites and TikToks and Instagrams as well. So if you want to keep up with us as people, as well as our Lazy Book Lovers podcast Instagram, mm. you're very welcome to. We post... Sporadically. Sometimes frequently, sometimes <laughs> not. I'll disappear for several months at a time. It is what it is. <laughs> That, I, work full- I think that's what TikTok is, though, for yeah. a people, <laughs> I work full-time, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And my job is marketing. 
So then for me to go and do marketing in the evening, yeah. <laughs> sometimes not ideal, but because I don't do any TikTok-y videos, I think TikTok might be a fun thing I'll do more of, but yeah. But yeah. That's it. That's Come our announcement. Us. We're very excited. Check it out on the first. We go live. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So have a great rest of your day and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.